0: The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus and his disciples came to Jericho. As he and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout out and to say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Let me see again. Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has made you well. Immediately he regained his sight and followed him on the way. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus and his disciples were on their way to Jerusalem. We heard last week he was on his way there and had been for a while. His face set toward Jerusalem. He was on a mission. His mission was to give his life a ransom for many and in so doing to serve the world by dying for their sins. This was his mission and he was on his way. So much so that in our gospel text today, no sooner than Jesus and his disciples enter Jericho than they leave out the other gate. I'm sure they stayed long, but Mark wants us to know Jesus is on the move. He is now within only 12 miles of his destination. Within a week, Jesus will have accomplished his mission He will not only have entered into Jerusalem, but he'll have been arrested. He'll have been crucified. And then on the third day, rise again. Jesus is on the move. And he's passing through Jericho. His mission on his mind. Bartimaeus has really only one mission. Every day he gets up. He makes his way out to the side of the road, and he does what he can to get what he can to survive. He's blind. He needs to beg for money or food, whatever people will give to him. He cannot work on his own. He cannot provide for himself. He is fully dependent on the passersby. And so it is the same mission day after day Bartimaeus on the side of the road begging there's something different in the air today he can't see it but he can feel it maybe it's his spidey senses are tingling he can hear something in the crowd it's a different crowd than normal and then he hears it the name of Jesus And he knew today was the day. Today was a different day than all those other days before. Today was a day that was going to bring about change. Or at least that's what he's hoping for. And so that when Jesus comes by Bartimaeus on the road, his mind fully on his mission heading toward Jerusalem, he can see the finish line now, Bartimaeus calls out. And what the crowd takes is an interruption. Lord Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Shh, be quiet. Can't you see he's on the move? He's got something on his mind. Be quiet. But all the more loudly he cries out, Lord Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He doesn't want Jesus to pass by. This is his opportunity. Jesus doesn't come to town every day. When Jesus comes by, everything's different. So he cries out and Jesus stops. Jesus pauses on his way to Jerusalem and calls for Bartimaeus to come to him. He pauses in the midst of his mission for what might seem like an interruption and says, call him here. Bartimaeus comes before him and Jesus asks him, what do you want me to do for you? Now, what would a beggar want? right? Normally, Bartimaeus' answer, his question in life is, hey, can you give me some mercy? Can you give me some alms? Can you hand out a little dough, a little cold hard cash? Let me put some food on the table. Maybe an extra heavy cloak for winter. But when Jesus comes to town, when Jesus asks you, What do you want me to do for you? Suddenly there is a whole change in the questions that you ask. Your perspective gets shifted. Your priorities rearranged. When Jesus says, What do you want me to do for you? Bartimaeus knows that this is his opportunity to ask the big ask. <laughs> My teacher. Let me see again. And it was done for him. Jesus says to him, go, your faith has healed you. And immediately he regained his sight. But he doesn't go, he follows Jesus. Complete change of life. When Jesus comes to town, everything changes. Jesus was on his mission, but he paused long enough to bring healing to Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus saw his opportunity. Jesus is in town. I gotta call out. When Jesus is in town, everything changes. So, church, I have to tell you today some good news. Jesus is in town. Is this microphone on? <laughs> I said, Jesus is in town, folks. <laughs> this changes everything. It absolutely changes everything because when Jesus comes to town, he stops. He stops where you are, he calls you to himself, and he says, what do you want me to do for you? Now, the good news is Jesus is with us every day. So every day, we can know that he is there for us. And he longs to hear the answer to the question, what do you want me to do for you? Because he wants to give you good gifts because God is good, right? So what do you want Jesus to do for you? Now, it would be easy to make this a rhetorical kind of exercise, so I'm going to make you a little uncomfortable. See those little yellow cards in front of you? In the pews? Pick one up. They're prayer requests. Go on. Do it. <laughs> Jesus is here today. And he says, what do you want me to do for you? Write it down. You don't have to sign your name if you don't want to. Jesus knows who you are. Write it down. And then you'll place it in that basket in the back. And this week, we're going to gather together for prayer. Every Tuesday, we have a group that meets on Zoom. You can join us if you want to. But even if you don't, you'll be prayed for. Where two or three are gathered, Jesus is there. And Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? For Bartimaeus, it was to regain his sight. Lord, let me see again. What is it for you? So write it down. You can share it with us. Uh, and... Uh, And now I'm going to make you even more uncomfortable. I want you to go to your neighbor. You may have to move if you're not sitting next to somebody, and I want you to say to them, you already have it written down, so it's not going to take you long. Just say, this is what I want Jesus to do for me. Go ahead. I'll wait. (laughs) Whatever it is your neighbor shared with you, the thing that they're hoping Jesus will do for them Keep that in prayer this week. As you go about your week, think about your neighbor and their request that they would bring before God. And when you have time of prayer this week, think of your neighbor. Bring it to Jesus. Say, Jesus, talk to my brother, my sister on Sunday, and, and they, they want this of you. You know, as Bartimaeus was still waiting for Jesus to stop, and, or, or as Jesus stopped, the crowd turned to him and they say, take heart. He stopped. They were giving him encouragement, letting him know, hey, the master, the one who can do good for you more than just putting coins in your cup, He's stopped. Take heart. He's calling you. Take heart. He's going to do something for you. We need to encourage one another with the knowledge that Jesus is with us, not just for a day like he was in Jericho, but always. And that he is here offering himself to us, saying, what would you have me do for you? And he longs, to do it, to answer your prayers. Bartimaeus got up and he went to Jesus and he was healed and Jesus says, go. But where did Bartimaeus go? He followed Jesus. The very next thing that Mark includes in his gospel is the entry into Jerusalem. Imagine being blind for who knows how many years and then One of the first things you see is that triumphant procession into Jerusalem. The crowds waving their palms, placing their cloaks on the road. Jesus, his master, his teacher, entering into the city. Did Bartimaeus stick around long enough to see Jesus go up to the temple And to see him overturn the tables of the money changers? Did he stick around through the week and watch the one who had given him sight close his eyes for the last time in death? Was he among those disciples? St. Paul says as many as 500 at one time that in the days after Jesus' resurrection from the dead saw the risen Lord with his own eyes? I like to think so. What a story that is, right? Jesus heals the man a week before Jesus dies and a few days later that same man with new eyes can see his risen Lord. That'll preach. I don't know. We don't know any more about Bartimaeus' life. But I suspect that As he followed Jesus, he did it in more than just a walking behind him. It was more like that walk of discipleship we talked about last week. Doing the things that Jesus did. You don't soon forget the day that Jesus stopped on his way on the road, stopped in front of you and called you to him and said, what would you have me do for you? I bet that Bartimaeus could barely walk by a beggar on the street without saying, do you know what happened to me one day when I was begging? Jesus healed me. What would you have Jesus do for you? And wherever Bartimaeus went, the risen Lord Jesus was there with him. And in Jesus' And in Bartimaeus, Jesus was present to bring healing and hope to the people in Bartimaeus' life. The same is true for us. Because Jesus isn't just here in this room with us today, but he's out there too. Wherever you go, Jesus is there. And while you are on your way from one place to another, your mind set and focused and trying to get your list of things done. You've got your mission. In following Jesus, I invite you to pause and to listen for the cries of those whom you pass by. In your home, in your place of work, in your neighborhood. Because all around us there are people crying out for mercy All around us there are people who have needs in their homes and for this country and for this world and in their own life. They want mercy. Will you stop this week? Will you pause by the side of the road and go to them and say, what would you have Jesus do for you? Would you give them hope that Jesus is there with you In that moment, would you let him know, our Lord Jesus, he's good. He has the power to heal. He forgives our sin. He can restore sight. And he gives life everlasting. When Jesus comes to town, everything changes. Let's see how he changes things this week.